What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja View podcast. We are talking about The Sopranos. Travis, we got Travis Mejia here. I'm Trey Mitchell. Travis, how you doing? I'm doing okay. You ever, like, you ever have too many beers and in the morning your teeth hurt? No, oh. not had that. Okay, uh, I, I had too me. many, yeah, I've had too many whiskeys last night and maybe something else that I didn't, uh, maybe took too much of and had to go to bed early or forced mm. myself to go to bed early because I was a little, a little afraid of what might happen. <laughs> well, I had too many craft beers last night and this morning my teeth hurt and they feel like they're thicker in my mouth. I just want to let everybody know that. Yeah, they're, they feel thicker. They're Ugh. taking up more space in my mouth than normal. That's not good. I, probably not. It might be a brain thing. I probably have some sort of like, I'm probably on the, the right on the edge of an aneurysm or something. Oh, no. Who's going to do the podcast with me then if you die? Pussy? H- who? Pussy. He's Again. dead, sir. Not in real life, right? I think that guy's alive. Okay. That would have sucked. <laughs> I think the only one who died is Gandolfini. God damn it. Speaking of dead, TV legend Fred Lillard died today. You just said Fred Lillard. Did I? I think I yeah. said that when I told my wife. Fred Lillard died today. Damn it. Yeah, I know. I like Sad Fred Lillard. Day. He was great. I, I, might, I don't think I've seen like the stuff he's known for. But I've seen like other things he's been in and really like. He them. is the guy in my life that I can't name a single thing that I remember him from, but I sure remember that he was hilarious. Yes, it. I mean he was from Anchor. He was an Anchorman. Anchor, and... like yeah, right. Like if you named all this stuff, I'd be like, oh yeah. But he's been such like right. the perfect com- comedy character actor. Mm-hmm. I know he was. Uh, he was Robert's father-in-law in Everybody Loves Raymond. I remember. Oh that. really? Okay. Yeah. And I think that's probably my first taste of him. You know what my first taste of him was? And I I know this was my first taste because I was surprised to find out he was a comedic actor afterwards. Was uh, American Wedding. <laughs> and he played... He played... Uh, that might be my first taste, actually. He, he played the father of... Allison uh, Hannigan, Alice, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just... He wasn't funny in that at all. Like, no, I mean, it was just a serious... Straight not, man. Not, yeah, played straight man the whole time. That's the best way to put it, because it's not, I mean, not a serious role, but he didn't. He was just yeah. a guy. I'm like, oh, who's this old guy? And to later in life find out, he's hilarious. Right. Uh, and and he's, he's awesome. Brilliantly so. He I'll tell just... you. Yeah. Because C- we just recently watched uh, Anchorman for the podcast, for the film's cast. His role in Anchorman is very underrated. Yeah. <laughs> where where he's having you, to deal with you... his son. <laughs> his son's causing havoc, and he's like... No, I, look, I'm sure we've seen uh, our fair share of pornography in our life. Oh, you have it? Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sister Margaret. Well, it's it's just funny. It's really good in that. I think Anchorman <laughs> is the only Apatow movie that I don't really like. You don't? No. Well, you haven't watched a few of them in a while, then. I don't know. You didn't like that, like, the first time through, or was... It, okay, so I had a pretty big bias at the time against Will Ferrell. Why? And it's and it's almost like it's come full circle for me on Will Ferrell is that just it, he's just a lot to deal with. He's a lot. And uh, I felt like he was a little too over the top in that yeah. one. Maybe. I don't know. OK, I, like uh, Ricky Bobby. I refused to see that movie because really? I, I held the opinion that I hated Will Ferrell. Okay. And then when I went and saw it, it kind of opened my eyes to how great he is in certain ways. Can I give you a... This, 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 this. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I would love whatever kind of recommendation you're about to give me. Can I give you a hot sports opinion? On? Will Ferrell. Yes. I think Danny McBride is a better actor than Will Ferrell. I don't think that's a hot sports opinion. I think that's fact. Because, like, we we were talking about it on our podcasts, other podcasts, that's not this podcast, that, like, Will Ferrell kind of plays the same character, Mm -hmm. or at least his characters are one note, you know? Yeah. Where it's it, but I but Danny McBride has a similar thing, but his characters have an extra two or three layers. I one thousand percent agree with you. Yeah, I one thousand percent agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Danny McBride's mm-hmm. one of the best comedic minds out there. Yeah. He, 
tends to keep himself in an avenue that works best for him. Yes. Whereas I think Will Ferrell, like I'm not I'm not shitting on the guy, but I think that's like the only thing that he was like the best at of being mm-hmm. an incredible stupid character. Whereas mm-hmm. Danny McBride, I feel like a lot more of his stuff is based in parody than and in a lot like, of it. Yeah, stupidity. And a lot of it is vulnerability. You know, like all his characters are extremely insecure mm-hmm. and and you know they they play this tough man but they're really just vulnerable and insecure all yeah of them. I agree. and so it, it adds like extra layers to all his characters you know yeah i think yeah. i think the wife and i are about to run back through uh righteous gemstones okay. again. uh it's amazing i love that show it's very good it's very good well we're not talking about that we're talking about the sopranos uh season four what episodes are we doing episodes Nine, nine and, and ten. ten right episode nine so these are so okay you mentioned i think earlier in the series there's an episode i forgot what episode but you said it was the most breaking bad episode of the series i think this is the most breaking bad episode of the whole show yeah so I, far. yeah I, I guess so i don't remember saying that but i remember saying it i don't remember when i said it but i remember saying it. right yeah. uh yeah i would say so this is so we're talking about two episodes here, but like realistically, there are three episodes in this in this hour and forty five minutes worth of TV. You know, like the first half of episode nine is just starkly different from the second half. Yeah, and they're kind of doing that. I think too. You kind of feel bad for Ralphie a little bit, so, like, or or at least you, at least compared he's being to Tony, humanized. <clears throat> Yes. At the very least. A little and bit, yeah. So he won the Emmy for Best Supporting yeah. Actor from this episode, which mm-hmm. as we're watching it, I turn to my wife and I go, he's a really good actor because we should not have any yeah. sympathy for him at all, ever. doesn't matter what's going on, but he's doing a great job making me feel sorry for him. Yeah. So his, his kids are playing uh, the Darwin Olympics. By uh, throw, you know, firing an arrow into the air and seeing yeah. if they can catch it. They call that the Darwin Games. Um, well, not very true. smart. Not very smart kids. Maybe I don't know. And he's they love watching. Lord of the Rings, though. You had to be into of, that. I was into that. I was into some of that. Now I was checking the dates, and making sure. Okay, I guess. The movies had come out at the time. I mean, they might have read the books. I don't know. Like, you know, yeah, it seems unlikely that two children would have been into that prior to the movies coming out at this time in this time period. I'm not gonna. I I'm not gonna argue with you on that. I'm I not felt pretty strong in that statement. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna argue with that because I don't know. I I think a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe Unless, 20, 30 years mm-hmm. earlier, you could have you could have caught me in a snare on that one, but mm-hmm. in two thousand. In 2000, maybe. I uh, think they sold a lot of books after those movies came out. Probably. And, yeah, definitely. I have a, I have a version of it with uh, Ian McKellen as Gandalf on the cover. And, yeah, I mean, look, I was into it. In, into it after the movies came out. I, mean, I not purchased at first. Not at first, books. though. Yeah, I, I could pu- care less about the movies. And really? Then, I, then it, like, for some reason, something clicked. And yeah, I, I purchased the books. Never, never read them. Never cracked it. Hmm. Not one single one. I just kept rewatching the movie. Yeah. It's like these movies are like 15 hours all together. I don't have time for a damn book. I know, man. A 300 page book. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Whatever. The, 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 the other one, the other, like regular trilogy is longer than that, isn't it? Mm. They're not like, uh, they're not George R.R. R. Martin long or anything, but. Well, they pretty. actually finished. That too. Tolkien actually finished. You know. Tolkien finished. <laughs> Everybody, that's going to be written on George R. R. Martin's grave. Yeah, but J.K. Tolkien Rowling finished. actually finished her series, bro. J.K. Rowling finished. I know we're all supposed to hate J.K. Rowling now. Are she we? Actually finished. Uh, yeah, I think we're supposed to cancel her. Why are we canceling her? It's no, not the place to get into it right now. <laughs> all right, well, talk to me after because I, okay. I, I want to know why I need to cancel J.K. Okay. Rowling. I, I'm not saying <clears throat> I'm in that camp. You could convince me to cancel, but you'll never, you'll never cancel my love for Harry Potter. You'll never take Hogwarts from me. Never take the books away from me. I can very easily separate art from artist. Yeah, except same. for a couple people. I still listen to Thriller, so yeah. yeah. 
Let's talk about Sopranos. We've been yeah. bad about this recently. Let's not separate the art from the <laughs> artist because Gandolfini's awesome in this, and he seems like a good dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I will not separate. And we have the most... These two episodes, it's the most hypocritical Tony Soprano has ever been. Yeah. I would agree with that. He's pretty much saying one thing and doing the exact opposite, in the other, which or, he's or, been doing that for a couple episodes as he... Uh, Gets mad for somebody banging his old woman, and then he takes somebody's yeah. woman from them. He's been one of the... Actually, this entire season, Tony mm. Soprano has been the biggest hypocrite of anybody mm. on the show. Just starting with uh, the economic problems, and his treatment of women, and... I don't know. He's just... Uh, if he's not already been the biggest hypocrite of the show, he certainly has paid it off this season. So, yeah, this episode... <clears throat> I think one of the one of the the deals, and I want to see if it's this one or the next one. It might be the next one. So yeah, we uh, pretty much this is the episode where Tony uh, murders Ralphie, mm-hmm. and the two murder. I guess Tony has killed three people so far in the series, right? Or more than three? Three or four, something like that. It, it seems like with Ralphie and the first murder, like they are the most grisly murders, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like Tony always. And it's always out of just anger and frustration. Yeah, I mean, the way this one is set up, I, I love the structure of this episode and how mm-hmm. like it it feels very sudden and very out of the blue for this to be happening. Oh yeah. But the whole and, and season not... like if you take it all as a whole, like it makes it it's the only thing that made sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it it just it the pieces were falling into place mm-hmm. we just didn't know it you right. know it, it, not only that but this is we talked about this earlier in the season <clears throat> this has been probably the least violent uh season of sopranos so far and we didn't know it, but they were saving it up for this this fight scene yeah and i mean again <laughs> like breaking bad got it you know it, it was definitely i don't know i don't exactly know how a lot of this stuff is related but you know, Breaking Bad wouldn't have happened if it weren't for The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. And the first whole few episodes of Breaking Bad where they're dissolving a body probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for maybe this scene, you know, these th- this episode where the half of it was like them disposing of a body. Right. Like the peak of the episode is like 25 minutes in and then yeah. the rest of it, it's it's like a procedural of how mm-hmm. to get rid of a, a body yeah. mixed in with... Chris being super duper high. <laughs> yeah, and Junior, you know, pretending to yeah. have and um, then dementia and then getting it. Yeah. Or was that an all an act? I think he actually does get because I, I think he does have it. I think he does, but like it is kind of funny just to see it, to think that he's like playing the whole scenario out. Like he's walking over to ask yeah. for ice cream from the neighbor just to really sell it home, you know? Because I know he does get it eventually, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's that famous scene, the last scene with with Tony and 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 Junior. <clears throat> I don't think it's a spoiler, I'm, but you know it's um it's a very powerful scene, and he has it then. So I think he does. I think he does have it here. It's yeah, it's I think coming. so. Mm-hmm. I think so. At least the, the the like twinge of it. Yeah. Uh, also, you know it this. You know, David Chase's whole deal of subverting expectations and not giving you what you want or giving you something better, you know, and it, it, all this is making the finale make sense. This is, it all makes sense now why they would have that finale, why Mm -hmm. it would cut to black, because that's kind of what this whole show does. Right. It subverts your expectations. And it doesn't do it in a cheap way. I think, um, I think, I think True Detective season one, I'm always a little disappointed by that because they were putting little hints about some weird cosmic otherworldly thing is going to happen. And then it's just sort of a, just a serial killer, weird dude in a maze. It wasn't so like, and they're like, and at the end, the creator's like, I wasn't intending for you to look into those references about Cthulhu and, and, and. You know, there's a lot of uh, Lovecraftian stuff going on. And so you're expecting something crazy to happen, and it doesn't. 
but it's, uh, it's done. A, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying on that. I hear what mm-hmm. you're saying on that. I just, I don't know. <clears throat> I guess I took it very literal when watching that show that it's mm-hmm. true detective. Like, yeah, there was some weird stuff mm-hmm. at play, but at the end of the day, I kind of always assumed it was just going to be a dude that's th- that thinks there's this larger thing at play, and that's why he's leaving those. Mm-hmm. But I hear what you're saying. Season three is probably the worst of that. Where I did he, not watch. I, that's untrue. I watched the first two episodes, decided I didn't need that, it. That, like, it would have been a better movie, I think. The last they, season or the That third show? season of, of True Detective. Yeah. Because they put a lot of interesting nuggets here and there that they didn't ever go back to. Mm-hmm. And pretty much the whole mystery of it is kind of just told to you. I will say that that is not something that happens on Sopranos. No. They leave crumbs all over the place. They do. And they come back to it. Yeah. Like, the next episode is littered with storylines and trails. And some of them Mm -hmm. they do, they don't come back to. It was almost like the writers... I don't want to get too much in the next episode, but it kind of pertains to this one as well. It's like the writers were like, let's just... Let's set up a platter of storylines that we can t- we can go off of. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're all very well themed. You know. Um, also, I think it's interesting, and who knows? You know, the whole Tracy deal. Okay, uh, yeah, I did want to talk about. I, I kind of had three questions. Yes. For the whole thing. Okay. Number one, did Ralph kill that horse? It's not explicitly said. No, but what no. do you think? Probably. I don't think he killed that horse. I think that... I, I don't... Yeah, I don't think so. Because I'm just thinking like he's in grief right now about his son. Right. Is he really thinking about the horse? Does it make sense? Thousand percent. Would he yes. do it? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I don't think he did it. But you can like throughout that conversation as like... and But the problem with it is, is like that's what somebody would do. So... During that conversation he's having with Tony, he keeps, you know, taking it another direction and Tony will bring it back to the horse mm-hmm. or back to, you know, you know, Sill had this guy do this uh, arson for me a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's the same situation. Tony's like building the scenario in his head as he's moving throughout this like couple hours where he finds out all this is going. Ralph did this and mm-hmm. it Ralph is responsible and. Is he doing it for the horse? Is he doing it for Tracy? Did it all just kind of get set in motion <clears throat> when Polly said he wanted to do something about Ralph and that's Tony's kill that he's now creating something mm. that he, so he can take care of it? Yeah. Another yeah. another form of him micromanaging everything? I didn't think about that angle. Uh, I, I think <clears throat> I think it started... Before Tracy, but definitely that was the linchpin. Yep. And, and he never really got resolution for that. No. And he's been doing things to belittle Ralphie since then, like steal his woman, steal his horse. He tells him also that he's having sex with his woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of a shitty move. Which could then prompt Ralph to kill the horse for the insurance money. Two yeah. birds and a stone, you know? what I Two, two birds, one stone. It, That's it is the thing funny. is you can't put it past Ralph. To do right. that, it's it just—it's funny that uh, he seems to care more about an animal than any human being, and we'll get into that in the next episode too. Like mm-hmm. Mel, the whole Melfi thing was great in the next episode. Yeah, and we need probably she, like yeah, we probably need to have a small conversation conversation about Melfi's role right now mm-hmm. and how last season they sort of just like left her behind, like after her big. Melfi rape fun fact episode. They just kind of left her and her storyline behind. And I kind of hate that. Like she's, she's kind of, she has kind of become more of the Skyler of this episode where she's a, almost aiding Tony in his business now. You know what I mean? Well, I I think she's kind of calling him, calling him on his bullshit though. She is, but she's also like advising him on how to like deal with these things instead of, Mm. you know, at the beginning she was very goody too. She was like, Oh, well maybe you just don't, do that or Mm. you probably feel that way because you kill people now Mm. she's like almost coaching him through some of these situations which i mean that would happen between a patient and therapist anyway so it makes sense it's i just 
their their relationship is so fascinating and just the fact like i mean just the fact that a real mobster was like yeah that would not happen i want to dig more into that relationship and they've kind of left her on the sidelines a little bit i think once the living i know she comes back around i do know that okay but i'm missing her this eventually dumps him like for good yeah but yeah i think she thinks she can help him Mm-hmm. And I think her ultimate goal is to get him out of the crime, right? I think so. But I don't know either. I don't because know. she has her own motives to talking with him anyway. We yeah. are, you know, she's she likes the juice. Yes. I don't know. I just I would like to have more Melfi and I would have I wish we would have explored more of yeah. how she was feeling last season. Right. And I, I guess I wish... it's just coming back around to me like, man, we just haven't gotten a ton of her. No, and I think it's been that way kind of just since Livia died. Where yeah. well now the mother thing is done. Yeah. And we don't have much to do. With well, and Tony character. doesn't want to <clears throat> so Tony doesn't want to like actually admit or to participate in any recognition that he has marriage problems. Or or any problems. Right. Like unless unless an animal dies, then he's really willing to go in there and, sh- and and really put it all out there. And the way he describes, I guess we're kind of getting into the episode. I don't know if there's anything in the first thing we, the first one we want to talk about at all. Um, Let's see. No, I mean, adios, Ralphie. He was a yeah. really awesome character. You know, like he mm-hmm. was what we. I, he was what I think that the writers wanted Richie to be. Yeah. Because he, but he just did it so much better. Yeah. You know, I can't ever, I can't pronounce that guy's last name, Joe Pantiani or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's just amazing. He won, I guess he won Best Supporting Actor yeah. both years. He was heavily featured on the show. Just a f- fantastic. And he, that fight scene is one of the grungiest fight scenes that yes. you'll see. It just felt like, you know, even though you know that Tony can't die because there's, you know, two and a half more seasons to go and uh, it's, there is no Sopranos without Tony. But it felt like at any time he was going to get nabbed there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was well put together. I love the storyboarding of that first episode. I loved it being like a tale of two episodes to just all of the things coming down on Tony's head. Christopher, uh, Ralphie, the the horse, a big can of raid, you know, just really good. Also, I learned, I guess you don't... You, you don't go blind if you spray yourself in the eye with Raid. I guess not. You I don't know. It might just be a TV thing. Get a little sick. A little tummy problem. Yeah. Um, I thought it was... I, the one thing maybe a negative about this show is they do like to introduce characters willy-nilly. Yeah, that kid kind of came out of nowhere, didn't he? He did come out of nowhere, yeah. That, was he heard... mentioned ever before this? I don't remember. I don't either. I did not know who got shot. I thought that was like a step kid or some one of his girls. Because he also will show up with new girls Yeah, out of the blue. So I thought maybe it was one of their kids. And then the ex-wife shows up. I did like the little moment with Tony when he visits the hospital after he kills Ralph and gives uh, Ralph's ex that envelope of money. Mm -hmm. And they both have the knowing nod of he's gone now. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Um, let's see what. Oh, also Ralph had a, a wig. That was a fun gag. <laughs> really funny. It's. Uh, I saw a clip of Ted Danson on Cheers taking his yeah. his rug off today, and it reminded me of that. Ted Danson had a rug. Does he still have a rug? He doesn't wear it anymore. He just has a giant bald spot in the back. Oh, I guess I haven't noticed that. Yeah. yeah he still has like great hair. All, he has gray else. hair. He just has that one spot. Yeah. That, that shouldn't be too big of a deal. Just one spot. If it's a big okay. spot. My cousin's got a big old yarmulke on the back of his head. Does he? Yeah. yeah. Mine's widening, but I've got I've got just enough hair to like kind of spread out yeah. throughout the situation that it makes it it makes it doable. But I got I I'm dude, I got three hundred and sixty five days before I'm I'm just gonna be at the end of the rope on this thing, I oh, think. No. Um so I'm looking here. <clears throat> I think that's really all I had on that first episode. Oh, I think Ralphie said he eats beef and sausage by the fucking carload. <laughs> There's been a lot of references to, to Tony's weight in these episodes. 
Yeah, you knew it was over for Ralph once he called Tony a fat fuck during that fight. Yeah, yeah. You knew it was over at that point. There was no coming back. Um, yeah, you do see you do see Tracy at the very end where he's looking at the mirror and the butta bing. I guess you can get a butta bing shirt. Kind of want one. <laughs> I not going to lie. But I feel like I'd be kind of a douchebag to wear one. <laughs> Maybe. They definitely got those delivered on set like a couple oh, of days yeah. before they filmed episode 9 because it shows up in episode 10 too. And yeah. I've never seen it before this. It just kind of got them made. Yeah. Right. Somebody on the crew had those made and they just slipped it in because it was funny. You know <laughs> it. It was funny th- that, that they would have a shirt. Right. I'm just thinking of like the process <clears throat> of them trying to find a website or just, <laughs> it wouldn't even be a website. It's like trying to find a place to get the design, get the shirts. and It's not even that. a design. It just says bada bing yeah, and white yeah. print on a black t-shirt. <laughs> I kind of want one, but I kind of don't. <laughs> I want one. I would wear it. Okay. We could get one with our logo on it. We could. Deja vu, bada bing. Has two bowling pins. That's my tag when I when I tweet about the show. We should get that shirt. All right, we'll get a shirt. Hell yeah! Nobody we'll else is going to store the Supercast sixty four store. Right. Fuck you, Red Peggle or whatever. Red Peggle. Whatever they do. We like those guys. They're fine. Mm. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So we can talk about. I guess. The thing I was going to bring up about. Yeah, Tony's talking about uh, the horse. And he, again, more upset about the horse than Tracy. Uh, though that might have all been, might have all kind of been smushed together. I kind of feel that way. I think yeah. I, that was, I guess, my last question for that episode was, did he do it for the horse or did he do it for the Tracy? I think it's kind of, I think it's the same answer. I think the yeah. answer is yes. Did it for both. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe not as soon as we wanted, but eventually happened yeah and yeah it's 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 funny because he calls himself the sad clown that he's always uh you know he's always so we're moving to 10 now right yes okay to 10 called the strong silent type which that's what tony thinks he is he thinks he is the strong silent type Mm -hmm. and really if anyone is that character that's furio yep who we see and i do remember very much the end of this episode the comparison between him and, and furio mm-hmm. uh which i was always thought that was interesting so i think yeah him in therapy with melfi he, yeah, he says that he's the sad clown and that he's you know this and that and then melfi just brings this bullshit back to him he's like well that that doesn't sound like you to me you're it seems like you know you burst out in anger and i know i also wrote down uh uh what'd she say she Made a comment about him, like, gorging food. Yeah. Everybody's on him about eating. It's like Everybody's the writers The writers got together and they said, okay, guys, Gandolfini's getting big. I, I, you know what? It's the opposite because I think there was a season, like, I think it might have been between these where he lost a lot of weight and the mm-hmm. creators were like, hey, you need to gain some more weight. We need you big again. So they, the- they, they definitely <laughs> wanted him to be heavy. He's at his... So far of the of the seasons and episodes we've watched, he's at his peak weight right Maybe now. He gets bigger, yeah. Right now, he is yeah. fattest Tony Soprano that we've seen thus far. Yeah, which, which makes sense for his an actor, but it's got to make sense as the character too. You know, like yeah. it makes sense that that all that's happening, and it also makes sense that everybody would be giving him shit about it because yeah. they seem to really really like to make fun of fat people on this I, show. I, I really think yeah I mean I think this was designed I don't think this is just a situation where the actor is just fat I think this was I think he's also yeah. a bit of a, of, a, of a hefty hefty boy himself yeah I mean he died at 52 right and I don't think it was just because of the seven years that he was on Sopranos yeah well I mean the first season he was pretty like Pretty, not he slim, looked like a former football player, you know, yeah, like a dude a that guy, yeah. used to be really athletic. Yeah, like the form of the the muscles are still there, but yeah. they're all just covered up in some extra layers of stuff. Yeah, but he wasn't as big as he is. No, he's he fat gets, right yeah. now. Yeah. He's fat right now. Mm-hmm. He's got a belly. It's not like a Bobby belly or anything, but it's a belly. No, yeah. 
So yeah, the crying in in therapy and her her calling him out and even like even she everybody you know, even before that though with uh so Furio picks him up and and Furio is kind of crying because actually he I think it's because of Carmela but he says that uh, he's his father and then Tony's like well you're gonna get over it right like get over it and then she cuts to him crying in therapy mm-hmm. <laughs> like what he's a just the biggest asshole you know right and even like so. Nobody's Over a horse. Over everybody's a horse. call. Nobody's like. I don't think called it out to him, to his face. Yeah. But they've all been like, "This is over. This is over a horse." Yeah. He's all sad about a horse. Yeah. Like even Melfi was like, "Look, you came in here when this girl died and didn't cry for one second. You were mad. Could tell you were mad, but you this. It's it's a horse. It's just a horse." And you also uh, have her line saying that. Um... I think yeah, the whole sad clown thing, and and she uh, and she says you've caused a lot of pain too, haven't you? The people like you're not. And he kind of just is, yeah, yeah, got me on that one. Got me on that one. He always wants to hit her back on something like that, mm-hmm. you know, when she says stuff. But she, he, I, Tony, Tony is at least a big enough man to like own when he's done. He, he he'll own it when he gets called out for something like that in therapy, at least. Yeah, because he says, uh, I feel like the Reverend Rodney King Jr. Why can't we all just get along? She points out, you've caused much suffering yourself, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So Tony that was a really, yeah. that's probably the best Melfi scene of the season. Yeah, I think. probably, yeah. Yeah. And the crew, the I mean, the heat is high, but it's not as high as, like, I think that the episode and the writing wants you to believe it is. You know what I mean? Like... Everybody kind of suspects Tony that he killed Ralph, mm. and even They're even talking. yeah, even Silvio was like, you know, I I would be the one that would have to kill the boss if he were to do something like that. Mm-hmm. They're even kind of you know chatting about it, but nobody's gonna do anything about it because that's just kind of how it works. Mm-hmm. But still, it gives you the illusion that there that Tony could get caught doing something like this when and, they and spent yeah. They spent 30 minutes in the last episode showing you all the ways he ain't getting caught. Even if right. they know. Like, even if someone knows, he ain't getting caught for this. And also the fact that, like, you know, Paulie had a reason to kill him. Um, mm-hmm. Johnny pa- Sachs had a reason to kill him. That's the best part is, like, yeah. this is the episode where they're really just, like, which storyline we want to take next season because mm-hmm. we've got or about even the ten. the this season, yeah. Right. Like, the tentacles are abound yeah. because – like you said, he he's already he's gonna blame it on Johnny Sack in in this episode. Of course, Polly, we got that hanging out there. There is definitely always the possibility that Tony did it, and then it could be a literally anyone. Mm-hmm. Given given uh, Ralphie's demeanor around just people in general, it could be literally anyone that killed him. Mm-hmm. He's not like th- the most physically imposing man out there. So, like, could be just about anybody, even though we all know it was fucking Tony. <laughs> we do have the um, Christopher. Dude, these two episodes got me in trouble. Oh, they did? Yeah. How, how is there going to be back-to-back animal death episodes? Oh, yeah. Unlike, I knew the I horse thing. I remember the dog. I remember the dog very, very I, vividly. I did not. I did not. Oh, I, oh, no. I remember, or I don't know if I remember, but I knew about the horse thing. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was coming and I was debating on telling my wife or not. I went with not, <laughs> which wasn't the best. Cause yeah. like, I forgot that I read that they dragged the body away. <laughs> the horse. <laughs> and the minute he plops down on that, Chris plops down on that freaking couch. Yeah. I was like, son of a Bitch, I got through the horse, and now he's killing a dog with his ass. That's, that's, the, like, they're, like, little benchmarks of Sopranos. I remember that is definitely one of them. Where they're playing this, like, dark, broad comedy, and yeah. it just, the junior stuff in the previous episode is, is, like, the broad, dark comedy, edgy part, and this is Chris sitting on a dog and And the, the whole it. intervention's hilarious. <laughs> it's these, you know, it's like, you know, you think of, like, this is us or I don't yes. know, some like real soapy drama. You knew it wasn't going to have intervention. Right. You knew it these- wasn't going well when Chris <laughs> recognized the interventionist. You're like, ah, well, this is fucked. <laughs> yeah. He knows who he is. 
you know, Silvio's like, hey, I saw him with his head in the toilet. It's disgusting. <laughs> you know, Polly doesn't really get the whole intervention thing. No. Junior was flat out against it. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to pop him. Right. They just pop the guy. But, you know, Tony's trying to do uh First of all, this is he's got a lot invested in Chris, not just mm-hmm. that he's his nephew, but like that's his his livelihood going forward, too. Yes. Hopefully. I mean, he wants to think so, right? Because, I mean, if it's not him, who? He's already said that, like, the other people that he trusts are too old to take up the mantle. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs somebody like Christopher. Chris, Here's the other thing. Here's something interesting. Christopher's generation is why these guys don't want their kids in the business. They've seen what, like, two generations of having fathers in the business, number one, does to children. And number two, if this, if Christopher's like age group is having trouble handling themselves in the business, like business type things, because Chris isn't even the best gangster out there, the best mafia member out there. Mm -hmm. If they're having trouble, just imagine one more generation down the road. Mm-hmm. I think that has a lot to do. Right? The freaking millennials, dude. We're never going to follow any type of rules. Yeah. Just going to be on our phones the whole time. Just texting every time there's a hit to be carried out. The worst. I, I think you always, you'll always have people in a certain mindset, though. Like, it's like, what, you know, what? how are these kids going to be math? But, well, there's going to be someone who's into math. Yeah. You know, there's going to be someone who's really smart. You're going to have people who are real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Getting to mob shit. Yeah. The dumb people are the constant. It's the mm. the smart people are the variable. It changes yeah. a lot. But the dumb yeah. people, we always have them. Always. And yeah. it's the drug stuff too. I think that that's always like the, always in mob movies. The one drug. It's the drugs that are the downfall. Mm-hmm. I you think know? this is also the episode where like you're like Chris is kind of the antithesis of Ralphie in this episode. So like Ralphie were. Sure. He's being made out to be this in this previous episode. You know, he's being humanized. We feel really bad for him. Whereas Chris, the further this episode goes along, we are kind of being trained to not like him as much. Mm -hmm. He beats the shit out of Adriana. He kills a dog. He's talking shit in the intervention. Saying, uh, yeah, Tony. To everyone. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Tony eats food like like a, what, what does he say? That's a lot. I don't remember. It was a fat joke, though. Another fat joke to Tony. He's getting there. Almost as mean to Tony about his weight as I was to Hugo last yeah. season. You guys could have gotten along. You and the you and the the and the mafia crew. That's could have right. Along making fun yeah. of people. Yeah, those are my that's my level of of humor right there. Mm-hmm. Fat jokes. As a former huge fatty myself, I can tubster. make them. Yeah, as okay. a former tubster. Uh, then we got the Furio and um, and Carmela stuff. And that's bubbling. That's building up. Furio's trying to keep his distance, but Carmela's... They now have both confided in others about their love. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think Ro had pretty good advice. She did, yeah. You haven't fucked him yet, right? I like her voice, too. I think she's, she's got a good voice. Yeah. Dude, I think she's awesome. Yeah, she's and awesome. And like I said, there was something about her kicking Ralphie out of the house that I, I, I now think she's just stunningly gorgeous as well yeah. now um i don't know what it is but I, i'm kind of in the bag for row these days yeah i think she's great and she's sort of like the uh, you would maybe like she's like the maybe the queen of everything or i don't know she kind of has that that feel you Royalty know what i mean kind of feel to her yeah. uh-huh uh-huh yeah. mm-hmm. something like that yeah if, if it wasn't so sexist maybe she could run the family you know? <laughs> maybe yeah. she's definitely got like the diplomatic abilities to talk yeah. to people mm-hmm. Carm again has to bring aj to <laughs> to furio's house so she, nothing happens you know she's scared really, that's gonna... gotta be what it is right oh it is 100 percent. yeah because she, she knows if aj's there nothing's gonna happen she can't go to bone town no and it is great oh this is also the episode that i've been teasing for a long time you have where uh tony gets to uh, it was Fetlana, I think's my my uh my crush. Really? Uh, okay. I, I don't know. She just seems like real cool and chill and she's got that cool accent and yeah. Hey, you wanna rank the disabilities that you'd be most likely to have sex with? One leg is different than no arm. 
Justin. Okay, so what are you saying here? I'm just saying. Are you saying you'd be no- more apt to, uh, to to sex down a lady with one leg if than one arm? If she's Russian with one leg, yeah, because she's dangerous. She probably lost that in like a mining thing. I don't know mm. what they do there. I'll bury sure. it. Sure. Plus, you know, like one leg it's like easier access you know right if it's above especially right. if it's above the knee then like yeah. whew, man yeah <laughs> and uh she's also another type of woman that that tony likes the very yeah. independent you know Ta- yeah similar but a little different than than the recent the recent grabs you know right she's usually or going business more for ladies well yes more for business and also like business. he goes for uh Women that pretend to be strong women but actually aren't. She's definitely a strong woman. She She's a, a lot more like Carmella than these yes. other women are. Yeah. Self-assertive. Has her own website. She has Drugs. her own website. She Drugs. smokes. She does. She drinks a bunch of liquor. She walks cool. She's she got does a cool walk, walk cool. when she carries that bottle. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. she goes Sometimes she goes one leg. She just yeah. leaves it off. Might as well. I like her. She I like is, her a lot too. I like her. She's a and good then she just And then at the end... Tony's like, hey, you know, maybe we can say, no, I'm, I don't have any interest in t- taking this any further. Oh, bud. Like, All right. That's our girl. Right. I ain't taking no shit for no man. Yeah, and he, he couldn't really say anything. Yeah. he's he, For a womanizing piece of shit, he is sometimes, he's very respectful of women. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes can be. Sometimes he is not. Yeah. Uh, what else in the episode? Oh, the painting. Oh, that was great. That's been, yeah. that I guess... <laughs> I guess Polly's feeling. Is he feeling bad about talking mess about Tony? Or... I think I think it's just his. He has these weird, neurotic tendencies about things, yeah. and like about like you remember when he saw, what was it where like oh yeah the the image the dream from Chris and he had to figure out how he knew and talked to the people. Mm-hmm. He's got these weird idiosyncrasies. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think he's just. You know, like uh, um, later on in the series, there's a cat that stares at him. Yeah, uh, just stuff like that. So like he, he's like very superstitious, and he just doesn't like the fact that Tony is staring at him. I just think it's hilarious. TV. He puts him in a little Napoleon oh, yeah. Bonaparte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, not Napoleon, like Napoleon. <laughs> then they say he's a little too thick to be Napoleon. Or yeah, Napoleon he's a little or too heavy set to be Napoleon. Another fat joke. Yeah, another fat joke. Or portly. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. Paulie's starting to get back to his old self, though. He's starting to become a little bit. I apologize to everybody on the podcast. My child's been screaming for like the last twenty minutes. Just give her a slapping. Give her a good slap. Let me pause did. it so I can go out there and hit her in the face. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. sorry. We'll mark that out. I yeah. don't hit my kid. I swear. Uh... I. That is one of my favorite jokes. Is like my kid will be doing something bad, and if somebody else is in the room that like doesn't live in my house. Yeah, I'm, and I just get up and be like, "I'm a hitter," and just walk out the room. It's hilarious. I've never hit my kid. I want that on. I well, edit Mark this, so I'm out. I'm well, leaving this. I can this edit in it here. after you edit, so no, I can. Yeah. I'll just mark you say I hit my kid and leave it in. I hit my kid. Yeah. With I love. am a power bottom. Oh, love. Okay. Do you smother love. your kids? I Don't smother, smother my kids. kid with love. I only have one. Don't smother your kids. Don't give my wife any ideas. um okay and yeah we got the the scene at the end another piece another benchmark i remember from the show the furio is you know making his own pasta and uh in the separate wall book you see we hadn't mentioned the separate wall book yet no Uh, i have to uh he does he brings something up that i didn't even think about is because i always thought it was like oh yeah look at this sort of refined guy and look at this kind of pig Mm-hmm. But also thinking about it, uh, he, he takes it a step further that, you know, Furio is what Tony wants to be. Whereas, you know, <clears throat> Furio is, has, it's a house that he didn't build, but he re- affixed by, by his own hands. He's cooking his own food, you know, in its own, his own house, his own stuff. Like, that's all him. Whereas Tony is. You know, eating food that was prepared by Carmella in a house decorated by Carmella. Everything that he has is from Carmella. Carmella. You could argue the same as for is the same. You could argue the same for Carmella about Tony. Yeah, 
That's they, true too. Whether whether they're, I don't they're, know they're that she, to each yeah, other. and I don't know that she is aware of that yet. Mm-hmm. That he is just as reliant on her as she is on him. Yeah, they're very. It's a very parasitical relationship. Yes, they are. They are. Right? A, it's symbiotic and yes. it works for them. Yes, I guess. Oh, That's this very... is the episode. She gets her hair cut. And she does. He, he oh, has yeah. the fucking balls was... to tell her that she needed to ask him yeah. to change her hair. Yeah. The that was weird. The balls on this guy, considering we just had a standoff yeah. like three days before about her knowing you fucking some other lady. Right. Do not... Trey, I'm going to give go you a little bit wife, of... Go I'm going to give you some right womanly okay. advice. Let's hear it. Do not ever... <laughs> Tell a woman they can't do something about like that their has appearance. to do with their appearance because that's their shit. Okay, and that that I think I would have held that what? opinion in 1955. It what is if, none of my fucking business. What if I'm gonna say this? I'm not saying it as a joke. What if it's a boob job? What do you mean? What if it's a boob job? Let's say your wife comes in and says, "I want my titters to be bigger." I didn't say that appropriately. Let's say your wife comes in and says, I want to get uh, a breast job. I want to get implants. <laughs> a breast job. A breast job. I would like a breast augmentation. No, and I guess, okay. And I guess the, the situation there is money for the surgery. It's not about the appearance thing. Or you would say, I like you the way you are. And that's a self-confidence thing, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, I don't know. Like, I think that would be more of a conversation. But it would, you, you would never say like, no, you can't. It'd be yeah. like more of a conversation about money and about right. why you would do that. Yeah, no, uh, we're we're a big bank account sharing family, yeah. so we mm-hmm. don't have like our own bank account, so we do share from one pot. So yeah, that would. I be don't mean f- to bring you into this. No, I understand. No, 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 no. I, I don't mind talking about this. Okay. I don't care. Uh, it, it's none of my fucking business. Yeah. Like, and like, what am I gonna say? Make them smaller. <laughs> like, hey, I mean. There are women that have to get yeah. reductions. No, yeah, no, big. and like typically the ones that get reductions, there, there, there's usually some sort of health benefit behind it. It, it hurts your back. I have yes. someone very close to me who got a reduction. So I, I know somebody as well. They got a reduction yeah. for that exact thing. They were like five foot tall with D cups, and it was mm-hmm. just not. It was not a feasible life for yeah. them to be walking around like that. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, I tend to fall. And, you know, and, and that person felt very guilty afterwards because really, yeah, like. They ruined God's beautiful creation. You know, I th- I think that that stuff, no matter if it helps you or not, it can Hashtag feel very respect. vain, right? It can feel very. Uh, you might yes. feel kind of vain doing it. You know, yeah. it feels like you're. Yeah. No, if, uh, if 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 my wife asked wanted wanted to do that, she is you know all more than welcome to do that, uh, bigger or smaller, whichever mm-hmm. she feels necessary. I think I would say. You're free to do whatever you want, but I love you the way you are. I don't think yes, you need to do it. I I love you the way you are. Here's my opinion. Yeah, but not. <laughs> uh, you need to come to me. No, there's no, there's no decision that goes through me yeah. ever when right. it comes to just about anything really in my house. Mm-hmm. But her appearance is one is definitely up to her. Yeah, you don't do that. You don't tell someone not to change your hair or consult me. That's a you should. Much. He says you should have asked me before doing. Fuck you, yeah. guy. <laughs> He's becoming a lot less likable, Tony is. He is. Yeah. But I think this season, like, almost all the characters have become less likable. Oh, sure. Not, a lot less, lot less fun, too. Like, Paulie and Silvio used to be so much fun, you know? And now Paulie is, is fun when he's, yeah. like, dealing with his mom. And, Silvio and is, fun. is, like, a different character than he was yeah. two seasons ago, you oh, know? yeah. Yeah. And I think that's strong writing. It's taking your kind of comedic characters, mm-hmm. giving them depth, and giving them some more drama. That's why the good. show's really good because everybody progresses throughout the show. Yeah. It's not, you know, not they don't turn into comic book characters, right? And it's not like it takes, you know, there's not like a huge jump from season to season. It makes sense as we progress along that this person, you know, the reason why Silvio is not having nearly as much fun is because he has triple the amount of fucking work to do now. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just said fucking. I know I do it sometimes. It's weird. It's weird. I think I get that from 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 Mike S, mm. the old Saroy boy. Mm. Let's get him on the podcast. He will never be on this podcast. Why? He won't want to be on this podcast. You Can don't want him? him on this podcast. Can you imagine the effort we would get? 
Can you, you imagine the what effort? What are you saying about Mike Soroy? I'm there? saying that Mike might not give the same amount of attention to detail to our podcast as, say, almost anything else. Well, it's very sad. You know that's true. It's very sad. He would have, you know what he would have if he came in here? A, f- a page full of jokes. He would have a lot of jokes. I'm down for some jokes. Mostly. Some Sopranos jokes. Mostly at our expense. Not me. De- definitely you. Mm-mm. You made it onto the stream the other night. Apparently he didn't want to send you uh, some sort of a potty prize. I'm sorry? You made it onto his Twitch stream the other night. You got to mention he didn't want to give you a prize. He didn't want to give me a prize? For yeah. What? I don't remember what it was. Whatever he gives out, he just said, I don't want to give this to fucking creature. Oh, yeah, yeah, because... Because yeah, he looks I, weird. That's what he said. It was a nice bidet, which would have saved paper. Yeah, I suppose that does save paper. Why, you know, why don't we have bidets here in America? Why is that not a regular thing? Much, much cleaner than what we do here in America. That's what I hear. Because, like, hear. in over there, they're, like, paper and water. We're just paper? Mm-hmm. Like, you ever gotten poop on your hands and just yes. it, it doesn't come off really? Yeah, easy. you need some water up under there to really get it all off. Any <sighs> other any other notes? No, we talked about my wife's boobs. We talked about uh, Mike Ciroli, his and and uh, let's see, fat people. Back a little bit. Yeah, we should yeah. probably cut all that back a little bit. But for the third week in a row, listeners, you're under an hour. You're welcome. Under an hour. That's great. Uh, we'll be back next week with three episodes, so we'll, might be a little over an hour because it'll be the last three episodes of the season. Do you want to announce? Gonna... I'm sorry. I guess it sounds like you're going to. Are you announcing our our How about our you bonus? This is, this is about you. This is about Ooh. you. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna have a special guest on the podcast. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna do it next week or the week after. We're gonna do another pocket. Uh, pocket podcast like we did with pocket Scrubs, cast. a pocket yeah. cast. You do the same thing that we kind of did with Scrubs. Our guest is going to be from Super Games Cast sixty four. Yeah, thank you for knowing the podcast uh, name. Austin Guttery and is, probably Connor Reisenhoover and well. maybe Connor Reisenhoover yeah. are going to bring us their top five or so. Last Airbender, Avatar, the last Avatar, Avatar the last Airbender. Yeah. Really, they're bringing me these because what I'm really trying to determine here is, is it anime? And if it is, I'll let you know. It's not anime, but we'll, we'll get your opinion on it. I will okay. let you know. Okay, well, it's not, but we'll, you'll let us know. You'll... We'll let you know. It's not. Well, we'll I will let, let you know. It's not. I will let you know. I will let you know. All right, bye. All right, bye. <laughs>